Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much for Christy. And we thank you for being with her through this week as she has prepared. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the words that you've given her. And we pray even now, Holy Spirit, would you anoint her uh, to speak words that are your words. And may our hearts and minds be open and attentive to what you have to say to us. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. It is, there was a moment this morning, I thought I was going to be preaching to four people. <laughs> then you all came, which has not made me more nervous at all. I'm totally fine. Not nervous at all. Um, Simon did tread on my toes a little bit with what he was saying this morning. I was like, oh, just steal what I was going to say. But no, obviously God has a, oh, God has a message. And um, my theme that I was asked to talk about this morning is that Jesus is the light. And there are so many verses, so many really beautiful verses. Obviously this one which says, uh, I have come into this world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. When I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? God is light. In him there's no darkness at all. In him was life and that life was the light of men. Just hundreds of verses of Jesus being, of Jesus and God being the light, about the message of hope being light. And in John's Gospel, now John's Gospel is a bit different from the others because he, he didn't just tell the story of Jesus' life, he sort of took a step back and he looked at what the meaning of Jesus coming to earth was about and he, he, he put themes in there for us to see. And he talks about Jesus' light him, as himself, he talks about it 12 times. Jesus himself called him the lights himself for like nine times so he's fully aligning himself he was telling all the jews at the time i am god i am with god i'm for god i'm in god god is in me i am god and he was really um wanting us to know the truth of who he was and so if jesus is light we really need to know what what is what is light what is light what does light do I'm opening it out. Anyone? What is light? What does light do for us? What is, what is the purpose of light? Show us the way. Show us the way. Yes, it does. When we go on our night walks with the children, one of the things on the list is a torch. We have had to also add with working batteries because we've gone on walks many times without working batteries. <laughs> yes, light shows us the way. Anything else? No one knows what light is. It helps us see, it helps us see clearly. It helps us see things clearly. If we were sitting here and there were no light, we would not be able to see each other. Everything else, clearly. Uh, anything else? Dispels darkness. It does. It makes it much harder to hide as well. Make much harder to hide. Uh, you can't hide in the light as well. If we ask, again, the connect children, hide and seek in the dark, hide and seek in the light. Guess which one they always choose. Um, it makes us feel safe. So children sleep with their nightlights on or with their doors open and, you know, it makes distances seem shorter if you were, you know, every kind of horror story, you have a, a long walk through a dark wood and if they just went the light path, it would be much easier. It would have been fine. They'd have been able to see where they were going and they wouldn't be. So it's a safe, it's a safe place and it can point out danger. Lighthouses stand near danger points and say, don't come this way. So light does all of those things. And if Jesus is light, then Jesus does all of those things. He dispels darkness, he helps us see clearly, he makes us feel safe. 
We can't hide from Jesus. Um, and so, and it's true, Jesus does help us see clearly. If we think about um, the fact that 2,000 years ago he came and he lived a life and he showed all the Jews at the time and then the Gentiles that what they had kind of, where the place they'd got to wasn't quite the right place. It wasn't where God wanted them to be. And he lived his life and he acted on his words and he spoke words that taught them new things and are still teaching us new things 2,000 years later, he helps us see clearly who we should be. He gives himself, he makes himself the model of what we should model ourselves on. So we look at Jesus' life and we see his grace and his compassion and his love and his generosity and his patience and you know the miracles that he did. All of those things that he did are to show us and anyone who looks at his life, the best way of living. And that is, you know, not only in his actions, in his words, he talked about forgiving 70 times 7, which is hard to do one time, let alone seven times 7, but he's talking about just forgiveness and constant forgiveness. He talks about loving your neighbour as yourself. And he talked about, we looked at the prodigal son, or the man with two sons, a few weeks ago, where he just expanded on the love that God has for us, and no matter how far away we get from God, we are still loved by God. And these are all things that we can um, believe and, and see, and that makes us safe in him, which is another thing that the God does. We are safe in him. He, we can't hide from God. Nothing that you do, nothing you say, nothing you think, nothing you... The actions we, we commit that we know we shouldn't, nothing is hidden from God. And yet he still loves us. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel very safe. I feel like I know I'm not going to have him turn away from me. He's not fickle. I'm not going to be alone. I'm not going to, he's not going to leave me to be stuck in all these bad things that I do he is I'm, I'm safe because I'm in the light and not only that I think the thing that comforts me and has comforted me through my whole journey is that he knew all the horrible awful things that I was going to think do and say before he asked me to come and join him in the light and he still asked me to come and join him in the light though so I am safe and once once you accept Jesus in your heart and once you acknowledge that you can't do life on your own and that you need him you are in the light and you are safe. Now, I am, uh, you know, still going to cast a shadow. If you imagine that I'm in, I've, I've been, I've, Jesus is in my room, I'm in a room of light, there's light all around me, I can still cast a shadow. And those, I'm living in a broken world, and everybody, we all live in a broken world, I'm still going to do things I shouldn't do. And I might even try and turn away from God a little bit and hide the films I want to watch that I know aren't strictly Christian and I shouldn't do, or hmm, when I'm judging my neighbour for parking on my path, which I do quite often recently, or when I'm doing, you know, all the things that I shouldn't do, I kind of hide them, I put them in the shadow and think, oh, God, I can't really see those. But shadow isn't darkness, there's still light, and God can still see them, and I can't hide them from him. But what Satan wants us to do is think that. He wants us to think those things and he wants us to look at the 
the shadows in our life. And he wants that to be our focus because he wants to take away our joy. He wants to take away our hope and our light. And it, Jesus said himself that the, that the thief, which is Satan, comes to steal, kill and destroy. He wants to take away the good things that we've got. So we, he makes us look at these things and think, oh, I can't look at Jesus because I've done all these bad things. I can't turn around. I can't see the, the glorious that is, this is Jesus because look at all these things that I've, I've done and said. And That's actually not what Jesus wants. He said, he follows on from that, say, but I have come so that they might have life and live it to the full. So we, we look at the shadow but I'm still in a room of light, and I still have light shining on me. Jesus' light still shines on me. So what Jesus wants us to do is to look away from that, give it to him. It's still going to follow me. I'm still going to do things, even after I stand in the light. I'm in a broken world. I'm not perfect. No one is. We're still going to do things we shouldn't do, even after we come into the light. But the difference is, we're always going to be in the light, even if the shadow follows us. And the closer we get to the the smaller our shadow is, which is so beautiful. Because we're looking at what we should be doing and we're living the way we should be living. And our shadow will always follow us, but it doesn't have to define us. So if you believe that Jesus is the light, you have to believe the truth of that uh, Jesus has come to give us life to the full. So when we're talking about telling people the message, I know, I'm like, well, I can't tell people about Jesus when I'm not perfect and I don't do the things I should do. Um, but that's not what Jesus wants us to look at. He wants us to look at everything else. If we focus too much on the things that we've done wrong, then we're living in the wrong place. And that is not what Jesus wants. And actually, God said, and I'm going to find it somewhere here, I will forgive them their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. So once we've given them to Jesus, I know, I can say sorry about five times in a row in five days if I'm feeling really guilty about something. <laughs> But actually, after the first time, I'm only reminding God that I've done this thing again, or I've, I'm thinking about this thing. He, he doesn't literally forget what I have done. He chooses not to remember it. He chooses then to see the rest of me. I have put on the light. So what we have to do is decide, are we going to focus on the thing that the Satan wants us to focus on, which is all the things that we do wrong? Are we going to live in that guilt? Are we going to sit with that in us? Or... Are we going to live in the light and look at this glorious world that Jesus has for us, which is people around us and love and compassion and, and actions we can do and places we can go? And, you know, that is what we need to decide. And, in, you know, it goes on <laughs> to say that... Um, I'm just going to turn that out. I am looking at this. Um, Jesus doesn't judge us. In verse 47 it says... Uh, oh, no, not verse 47. Where is it? It is verse 47. I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. <clears throat> then he goes on to say, there is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him at the last day. And he also says in Matthew um, 5, and when he's doing the Sermon on the Mount, he says to the people there, and as us, we're reading it, and to you and to me, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives life to the house. So, you are light. Once you have accepted Jesus, 
You can never be in darkness. You might have shadows, but you are not in darkness. And your house is every place you go and every person you come in contact with. So you're choosing, am I going into this place with a bowl over my head and I'm going to just keep my faith to myself and I'm not going to share it? Or are you dropping hints for people to um, find out more? Or are you just living your life the way that, that you want people to see that you're different? Are you, you know... Uh, not entering into the Halloween spirit for me. I'm not, my, my boss thinks I'm a right miser because I'm like, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> but she loves Halloween. But I kind of, uh, but we have a duty. God has given us. This is why Simon keeps telling us to tell people about God because Jesus himself said, it's your job to go out and tell people about me because they need to know. Because I'm living in the light but, and you're living in the light. But anybody who doesn't know Jesus is living in the darkness. And it doesn't matter if they're a good person and it doesn't matter if they think they're fine. You know, they've adapted to life in the dark, it's fine. But they're living in the darkness. And at the end of time, only those people who live in light are going to stay in the light. Because people who love Jesus in this world get to be with Jesus in the next world. And people who don't and who reject him in this world don't get to be with him in the next world. And so we know the truth of that they don't but what we don't do is stand in our light box and have our little torch and shine it on our friend and go you shouldn't be doing that that's not so good that's kind of bad behavior I'm just going to take drink water. you shouldn't be and judge the things that they do because they're not the things that god wants them to do if i had a friend who had a broken down car and they showed me this car and said, oh, I can't get my car to work. The engine just won't turn over. And I stood there and went, you do know not having a wing mirror is illegal and you could get arrested for that. <laughs> That's not going to help the car drive. It's not shining a light. Uh, saying, hmm, you're obviously not very proud of the bodywork because there's scratches all over it. And you do also know that you shouldn't be driving out. It's dangerous to drive with bald tyres. None of that is going to help my friend get the car to drive. And so what I need to do is go, well, I can't fix the car because I am not a mechanic, but I do know a mechanic. Here's a number. And not only here's a number, I can actually take you to meet him if you like, or you can take him by yourself. You can go. But I know someone who can fix your car. And then once your car is fixed, then he can maybe look at all the other stuff that's wrong with it. But that's not for me to say, and it's not for you to say. So for us to judge people by their actions, if Jesus isn't judging people then we have no right to judge people. So I get so disheartened, really disheartened, when I see churches standing outside various places with signs saying God hates, because actually that's not shining any light at all. And, you know, by refusing to acknowledge somebody who might have changed gender, by refusing to acknowledge that they've changed gender, that's not shining a light. They... they, they are wanting acceptance and love and that's what our job is that's what jesus did jesus ate with thieves and murderers and prostitutes and he didn't go i'll come and sit with you but everything you're doing is wrong he just spoke about the truth and the life and god and then the holy spirit does the work so that's what we have got to trust that all we have to do is get alongside people and as simon was saying you know we're all different and some things are easy for some people and some things aren't. I can stand up here and talk. You've all chosen to be here. I'm not forcing you to listen to me. I find that much easier 
that's why I throw things at people and run away because I find it quite nerve-wracking to actually have a conversation with somebody. But anything that we're asked to do when we're asked to share our faith, we're not doing it alone. We're in the light. We have the light in us. We have God with us. We're not alone. And um, we don't have to rely on ourselves. And I think that we also have to remember that it said at the very beginning, and the reason I had Simon read that very first verse, is he said, <clears throat> even after all Jesus had done, um, even after Jesus had done all these miraculous signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. If Jesus is going to not be able to convert everyone, we are not going to be able to convert everyone. We can pray for people, we can live alongside them, we can love them as they are, and some people are going to want more and some people are not. Our job is not to decide who that is. Our job is just to love them and be alongside them and shine our light and help them, you know, in any way that we can. And let the Holy Spirit do the work because... I hate to say it to you all, but when you were called to live in the light, none of you were perfect. (laughs) The Holy Spirit has done a lot of work in a lot of us and everybody, and we have changed. And actually, by trying to make the change ourselves, um, that's not honouring to God. It's not dishonouring God by calling, um, you know, by sitting with people who we think aren't living their lives the right way, because that's what Jesus did himself. So we have got to basically... And this is, I could have done this whole thing in four sentences. There you go. Jesus is the light. You've got to remember, Jesus is the light. And remember everything that Jesus, that light entails. We are the light. Love people as they are. Trust the Holy Spirit. I could have just come up and done that and left, but I didn't. And actually, to be honest, we have to remember, what, what is really important for us to remember is that we live in the light all the time. And we're never going to be in darkness again. But no matter how big our shadow is or how small our shadow is, how far away we get from the light, we are always in the light and we are safe. And Satan wants us to forget that sometimes, but don't. You are loved. Jesus loves you. You're safe. We are in the light. Thank you very much for listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) Clapping is not necessary. Thank you, Christy. Bless you.